Hello, health builders. I'm your host, Dr. Jamie Rasmussen, and welcome to another episode of Habits That Heal, a podcast dedicated to giving you the tools and insights necessary to protect your greatest asset, your health. And today's episode is... Have you plateaued on your weight loss journey? In the last 50 years, your parents' approach to health has led to a 1,200% increase in chronic illness. Until the conversation around health changes, you can expect your results to be the same. If you're okay with a life filled with unnecessary suffering, tune out. If you're ready to break the cycle, let's get to work. In this episode, you will discover why your workouts and diet are not creating the results you want. Are you busting your butt in the gym and eating clean, healthy meals and still not losing the weight? If that's you, you're not alone. Like I mentioned in the previous podcast, most of the patients that I sit down with write down as one of their health goals to lose weight. A lot of us are carrying around a lot of extra weight, even though we are eating healthy and we are at the gym working out. And it's a lot of work to work out. It's a lot of work to figure out where we're going to put it in our schedule and make it happen on a consistent basis, but well, 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 well worth it. The health benefits far, far, far outweigh the inconvenience factor of everything. Same is true with eating a healthy, clean diet. Um, Down the road, you are going to be so thankful that you committed to creating those habits but they're hard. They're not easy habits to create. And then if we're not seeing results on top of doing all of that work, it gets frustrating fast. If we're busting our butt in the gym and we are eating clean and we still are lugging around a lot of extra weight, it sucks. It sucks. And during the times that I have carried around extra weight, which it happens, you know, I I talk about build and burn cycles. I've been through many, many build and burn cycles with my body too. So what that looks like with my body is I get out of sync with um, doing the right exercise and eating the right way. This, This underlying factor that's likely affecting you, luckily for me, based on what I do for work, it's not such a significant factor in my life. But as I've carried around extra weight, What that looks like for me specifically is I don't feel spry and energetic and young. When I um, just recently, I lost 15 pounds and I'll tell you how on a future episode, but um, just that difference in 15 pounds has made a significant amount of difference in the energy I feel. I am I am down playing on the ground with my kids all the time. I got three very, very active boys. And when I was carrying around the extra weight, even though it was only 15 pounds, it still was dragging me back. So if you're carrying around that much weight or even more weight than that, I guarantee it's negatively impacting many, many areas of your life. It's a lot harder to be confident and self-assured when you look at yourself in the mirror and you're not happy with what you see. And then on top of that, it affects your relationships, it affects intimacy, it affects your work production, back to the energy component of things. If you're carrying around extra weight, you are not going to be as focused and energized at work. So 
really this pain, this pain of carrying around a lot of extra weight really can be cascaded through all areas of your life. And if you can, as much as you can, this is something that I've tried to do as much as possible is understand what that pain is really affecting because most of us are born minimizers or if we're men, we, um, we carry around shame if we look at ourselves as weak in any way. And when you focus on what pain is doing in your life, um, you feel kind of like a sissy. So it's been pretty hardwired into our psyches to, you know, suck it up, rub dirt on it. Uh, don't focus on the pain, deal with it yourself. Those methodologies, um, may have worked for our greatest generation but right now, with how life is, how toxic our environment is, and how much help we need, um, it is not shameful to uh, ask for help and then also to look at your pain and use it as fuel, as motivation to do the work necessary to build health, to build habits that heal. So I tap into that pain all the time because in the pain, there's a lot of power. So you know, this is why I ask these hard questions at the beginning, you know, like on the last episode where I was talking about, you know, when you look at yourself naked in the mirror, are you happy with what you see? Are you proud of the body that you built? If you're not, feel that, you know, feel that regret or let down or disappointment in what you've done and use it as fuel to um, put in the work necessary to start building that body that you want. So, Imagine that uh, we implement this one really simple strategy that I'm going to share with you in just a minute, and you maximize your diet and fitness efforts. And when you do that, you start seeing results, and then a beautiful thing happens, and that's momentum. So you start losing weight easier. You start getting stronger easier. You start looking and feeling great. So what would you do with that extra energy and confidence? Answer that question. Use that as the carrot to motivate you to do the work. So much of this is stuff that happens between our ears, and that's why I keep hammering away on that idea because your beliefs dictate your actions. And until you start addressing these limiting beliefs or tapping into things that happen between your ears, like what you're focusing on as far as pain or pleasure, you're going to keep doing the same thing over and over again. And if you're not happy with the results you have right now, you can't keep doing the same thing. That's the definition of insanity. Okay, so how are we going to do things different? First, I have to introduce the topic of metabolism. And for those of you who don't know this, metabolism is what your body does with what you put in your mouth. So what you're eating and drinking, your body has to turn that into fuel for the body and the body turns that into energy. So it's repl replacing cells, it's building muscle tissue, it's doing a whole lot of really cool stuff on the inside. It's basically giving your body the fuel that it needs to run. So that's what metabolism is. That's the simplest way of putting it. Something that I hear a lot is that once you hit 30, your metabolism just bottoms out. That's only half truth. Most of what's affecting metabolism is your inactivity, so you're not moving enough. So what shuts it down? Inactivity being sedentary, not getting up. The number one factor that we're finding through the research that's affecting your metabolism is how much you sit. That's why they're saying sitting is the new smoking because it's devastating to health because it shuts down metabolism. 
after just 30 minutes, your metabolism drops 90%. So if you are not breaking down and turning food and fuel into energy, what do you do? Well, your body stores it in case down the road you're not going to have that energy. Unfortunately, you never take a break from eating, so you're always eating. So your body is always storing fuel, and stored fuel is fat. That's why you can't lose weight, even though you're at the gym busting your butt, even though you're eating the right things, you keep sitting down and shutting that metabolism off and your body just starts storing fat. There's two really cool studies that I'm going to talk about. One was done in 2014 out of the Mayo Clinic and they found out for every hour you spend sitting, it has a negative 16% effect on the benefits of your exercise. So if you sit for more than eight hours a day, Basically, your one hour of fitness is a complete wash. Now, imagine you're not doing one hour of fitness a day. It's even worse because you're not negating anything. You're just, you're way in the hole. And then a study that just came out of the Journal of Applied Physiology, this, it was April 1st is when it came out, found out that if you are taking less than 8,000 steps a day, you become exercise resistant. So what they found were people who would go out for an hour run, if they got less than 8,000 steps a day, they were looking at people with uh, steps in the range of four to 6,000 and found out that when they were out running and exercising, which typically ramps the metabolism way up, it had no impact on their metabolism. It just stayed shut down because they were so inactive throughout their day. So they continue with everything that they eat, turns it into stored fuel and fat. So it's an uphill battle if you're sitting too much throughout your day and you're not up and moving. Like I said, I have the blessing of being up on my feet and moving around all day. So this doesn't impact me as much as it probably impacts you. So here's the path out. This is the way out of it. It's getting up and it's moving around as much as you possibly can throughout your day. Find as many excuses as you can to get up and move. So here are some hacks that you can do. Number one, you can ride your bike to work. That's like the best. If you can stay out of your car, that's great. But in Minnesota, that's not always an option. So most of us end up sitting for an hour into work and then we're sitting all day throughout the day. So if you're driving into work, park as far away from your work as possible and walk in. Then the next thing to do is set a timer. So many of the fitness tracking watches and that you can get in fitness tracking tools that you wear around your wrist will give you little buzzes and tell you to get up. If you've been sitting too long, set that interval to 30 minutes because remember, if you sit for more than 30 minutes, metabolism drops by 90%. So you have your fitness tracker. If you don't have one of those and you want to go on the cheap, you can download some free reminder tools on your phone. Uh, Stand up, the work break timer is one. I'll put links to this in the show notes below. That's an option. You can download programs that remind you to stand up and move around on your computer as well. Some people fight this idea because they think they are really locked into a productivity mode when they're sitting down. What we found through research is that the brain works best in 25-minute focus increments with a five-minute break. So this plays right into that metabolism idea. Those are called Pomodoras. That's another option. You can download a Pomodoro timer on your phone, but you need to commit to it getting at least 8,000 steps a day. And without a fitness tracker, you really don't know if you're doing that unless you're up moving around all the time. Find an excuse to get a drink of water 
every 25 to 30 minutes, move, you know, get that drink of water three floors up, uh, use the bathroom, you know, four floors down, just use the stairs more, be up and moving. Whenever you have a break, use it as an excuse to move. And as many of your meetings as you can, try and make them walking meetings, be up and moving around. Do not get stuck sitting for an hour in a row or worse than that. A lot of people will tell me, I just sat down with a patient who told me she sits sometimes for seven hours in a row. And uh, needless to say, she has a whole lot of different health conditions going on. On the next episode, you will discover five secrets to getting sleep that restores your body so you can wake up refreshed and ready to dominate your day. Okay, here's where we turn ideas into action. What I want you to do is I want you to make an investment and buy a fitness tracker if you don't have it. If you do have one, make sure you're using it every single day and commit to getting at least 8,000 steps a day. If your fitness tracker has the option to buzz and tell you to get up and stand up every 25 minutes, program that in. If it doesn't, download the app Stand Up the Work Break Timer today and commit to not sitting for more than 30 minutes without being up and moving around. That's all I got for you today. Love y'all. Bye. And that concludes this episode of Habits That Heal. Now it's time to get to work because ideas without action are useless. Please subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. And while you're there, please leave a review. And to continue this conversation, follow us at pathoutofpain.com and on Facebook at Habits That Heal.